0: back to Chapter Chumps, a reading podcast where we read books and then we talk about them. We're currently going through um, the two towers, and today we're going to be discussing chapters one and two of book three of the second book of the... Uh, unofficial Lord of the Rings trilogy. But kind of a, a quad quadrology. Uh, if you want to throw the Hobbit in there, yeah, I mean, it's a bit I of a quadrology. It, I
1: think, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's. I think it is there as at least an asterisk, you know?
0: It's one of the many similarities that Lord of the Rings and Alien have in common being a quadrilogy. Mm, yeah because of course we're not going to count the uh you know prometheus and alien covenant and and uh, you know n- not that i not that i don't see them as canon i just feel like they're in a separate series you know it's there there's a degree of separation i i believe
1: yeah and also like the star wars and the um and uh like the force awakens and the rise of skywalker
0: that's a you'd agree with that right josh I'm not certain By the way, uh, you know, for, for those of you who might be jumping in because we're, we're uh, starting the two towers here My name's Connor uh, I'm joined as ever by my co hosts Connor, who you heard saying some dumb shit about Star Wars Hi <laughs> And Josh, who you heard responding to the dumb shit about Star Wars Hello
2: Yes, I, I respond to dumb
0: shit about Star Wars sometimes. We all do, you know? We <laughs> you know, we all do sometimes. Um, we, uh, previously, we have discussed um, the Fellowship of the Ring in two chapter increments, and we also had a podcast discussion on the Peter Jackson Fellowship of the Ring movie. So, be on the lookout for that. In fact, by the time you're listening to this episode, it'll already be out. So, you don't really have to be on the lookout for anything. Um, And yeah, today we're discussing the first two chapters. But if
1: you're listening to this (laughs) one first, you can go back back and and listen to those before you finish this one.
0: Right, right. Now, it's really good that you decided to interject and say that. Because,
1: you know... uh, we we may know what what constitutes the um the the star wars canon and the 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 alien canon what's canon what's not um but in chapter chumps lore everything is canon so please please listen up folks and uh work your way through it and if you don't we will then i mean we'll we'll ban you from the podcast so Mm. if we get if we get you listening out of order you're, we're gonna fucking make your life a living hell
0: I feel like that policy hasn't worked out for us because there's a lot of people that we banned who, who really wanted to listen and, and we kind of banned them really we were really quick to ban them and, and now it kind of feels like um like we're just, like nobody's fucking listening, you know. Like, like we kind we kind of just like banned, you know. Like well, we got. Um, I mean, just I don't know if that policy's been working out for us, you know. Ah,
1: uh, it's it's more of a long term policy, you know. It's it, it ensures the uh, the long term health of our canon, and so I think for, right. I think it's worth it. It will be worth it in the end. You'll you'll in the end, right? In the end, see. it'll be yeah. worth it. Yeah, that I
0: makes
1: mean, sense. Sa- sacrificing short term listeners. Um, you know i think benefits are long-term fans and, and and the health of our podcast in general so you know
0: that's true that's true that's good advice good advice for all you would-be podcasters out there you know if anyone is just trying to uh you know ride your coattails and 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 jump on you know the the bandwagon uh sorry you know we're, we're not looking for uh just the dalliance in the woods okay you know that we are in it for the long haul okay yep. If yeah. you're gonna listen, then you, you better fucking stick around. And we do have ways of finding out. Oh which yeah, which is why many people aren't listening right now. We so. have
1: we have spies. We do, um, and you know you have to listen to us talk about all these chapters of people walking around the woods, put their <laughs> with their, with their thumbs up their ass. You know if we we're have to so if we have to talk excited. about it if we have to talk about it you have to listen to it. So that's kind of where uh, we're I, at. You know,
0: I'm so excited to get to these. First two chapters. Um because it is a lot of walking around in the woods. God, I love Tolkien. Um yes, Josh. Actually, it was more it was more walking around in the in a grassy field.
2: They left the woods
0: pretty quickly. Yes. Yeah, they they were on the the plains.
2: Yeah, and then they they got to they got to some other woods, but they didn't go into them.
0: There were they're within the they're, probably, uh, they're within the outskirts. You know that emoji
1: the with the glasses.
0: Oh yeah, the one where you it's know. like uh like the huge fucking nerd yeah. like
1: <laughs> you know like, <laughs> like it'll, it'll some, somebody'll tweet after somebody says something like that, you know, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. You know what comes to mind. Well actually yeah, they're that's... not really in the woods. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they aren't though. You know <laughs> They are not in the woods. Yeah. So I mean, you know, when you're right, you're right. You know, Josh is right, so. Yeah. I'm technically correct, which is the best kind of correct.
2: <laughs>
0: um, is, is there, I don't know, like, is there anything we want to mention before we we jump into our chapter discussion? Any Anything from, like, our previous Lord of the Rings discussions or, or anything within the interim that... Um, that we want to give a shout out to before we we really get into the thick of it. Well, it's been like two weeks since
2: we did anything Lord of the Rings related, so I'm not certain. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: I, that's noticing, kind of why I'm
0: asking. So
1: I've been noticing, like, I I was at um, I was at the mall a few days ago, and Weirdo. in like multiple stores there were like huge Lord <laughs> of the Rings sections. And like. Really? Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, um, I'm, you know, I just think it's kind of strange. Like, is it because of the podcast? Or, I can't because it can't be because of Rings of Power. That was what a year and a half ago. Then, it, like, yeah, wondered, you know, like,
2: <laughs> yeah. it can't be that it's a it's a multi-billion-dollar it's got to uh, be up. popular I mean, popular be franchise that's been around for twenty years. We're
1: moving the needle. I mean, I mean, this it's not like not in a normal way. You know, like not like you know not like. It's like I've been to malls before, and it's uh, there's never this much Lord of the Rings
0: stuff. It's like right. it's, it's more
1: than usual. It kind of feels like
0: you know that's really good, um, like validation for a short short-term uh, banning initiative. Because yeah. I mean, otherwise, why why is this popping up in malls right now? Is the real question? Yeah,
1: I, uh huh. I I I have to believe that we we pushed that needle just a little bit.
0: I think so I think um, we stick with the STBI It sounds really good it Sounds yeah. like it's working out <laughs> uh,
1: Yeah Yeah I, I uh, Full support
0: of the STBI What What uh, <laughs> You might have to go to a doctor for that What Um. <laughs> what do you see In the uh, Lord of the Rings section What are they, what are they selling I, there?
1: I saw the socks that you have Popo funks Oh hell yeah The socks that you have nice. um, Yeah Funko Pops That's um, what they're called <laughs> and like different yeah like hoodies cool hoodies shirts um i yeah i i, I it's like more than they had for dune which is kind of crazy like like i'm talking like stores like hot topic and uh there's a there's a different if there's like a new uh new store called um box box lunch that that's in yeah mall that had yes. a lot of that shit um
0: so and, a lot of that a lot of that emoji nerd crap right? yeah
1: exactly yeah But but yeah, I I just I was kind of surprised. I was like, I mean, maybe it's just kind of like a uh, what is like a recency bias or something. So since in my mind I'm noticing it more, but I don't think that's the case. Maybe a little
0: bit, but I don't know. Uh, On on a like more serious note, uh, I have heard, you know. The Tolkien Estate has been going forward with this big push to make Lord of the Rings, um, you know, like, the I don't think the words are quite more relevant, because, like, of course, Lord of the Rings has, like, incredible staying power, but, like, to modernize it in that, like, uh, contemporary IP sort of way, um, which is why that, that horrible Gollum game came out recently, um, it's why the Magic the Gathering set mm. uh, just released their, their whole set of Lord of the Rings themes card. Um, there's like several other video games that are in development and on top of the Rings of Power season two being in production. Um, there I don't think this is confirmed, but there are talks of them remaking the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah, and like those rumors I, are coming from somewhere. Yeah. I, I think real, you know. So th- there really is a Lord of the Rings push, and initiative that that isn't just connected to the STBI.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> it, not entirely. Can it's it's not entirely pushed by the
0: it's, STBI. It's not. It's not divorced from it. I'm is, not saying that we're not part of that. But. Who's
1: to say who pushed the needle more? You know. Yeah. I mean, you can't really determine that either way.
0: No. No, there just isn't a way to do it, you know? So, why not us? But,
1: yeah, that, <coughs> that makes a lot of sense.
0: My, you know, I think the real question is, where's the Dune push
2: Yeah, uh, you know... You you sent me an article literally yesterday about how LEGO's making a Dune ornithopter.
0: (laughs) Josh, this is one LEGO set, and that's not even officially confirmed by LEGO. That's also heavily rumored, just for the record.
1: I, I have faith that there will be a Dune... Well, first off, Dune, it's not like it's not in stores, like... I you know I, I like there is Dune stuff in these stores like even when I was in Lake George for the you know little vacation, um, there there, there was Dune shit in like those, you know, Funko Pop stores or you know like it's called yeah. and um, <laughs> yeah and and uh, I think it's going to be pushed harder once we get closer to it premiering which is very it's right around the corner probably. Know. Hopefully it's right in the corner. If it, I mean, if it gets pushed because of the strike and you know we can't promote it under these conditions, then uh, then they might be saving the marketing push for that time too. I don't know. It's up in the air right now.
2: Uh, we will see. Oh, I didn't realize it was the strikes that would be pushing it. I thought it was yeah. just a.
0: I, I think that's the reason. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, that that, does, reason. that makes a lot of sense <laughs> when you actually
1: think about it. I mean, that's that's the big thing. Is is you know. Like these actors can't promote these movies because of the strike. Because this damn strike, you know, they can't do their well, fucking thing. Well, the studios jobs. would
2: pay them better <laughs> and not try to steal all their likenesses with AI.
1: Well, you don't think it's okay for them to to use an extras image that that they, get, they got paid five dollars for a day, and now they can use their likeness in perpetuity, in perpetuity yeah, for no, a thousand years. Think that's I okay? think that might
2: there may be something a little bit wrong with that, yes. <laughs> Just a little bit, though.
1: Yeah, no, I mean uh, you know, obviously Chapter Chumps is a uh, is in full support of of uh, of the strike. Paying people. Yes.
0: hundred
1: <laughs> yeah, percent. Um I I say hold out until uh, until they give in to all demands. I mean it's it's uh I mean Especially when it comes to you know people who are not um you know the leading leading actors and actresses of of these movies uh you know I think you'd be surprised at some of this talent- you know the talent that that gets paid uh a, a pittance of 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 what you might think they get um you know, not to mention um all of the future AI bullshit that uh, that is is snuck into these contracts. Certainly,
0: and I, I think we could say that um, you know I think I think Tolkien would staunchly be on the supporting side of the writers and actors and uh, being against the cold, indifferent march of. Technology for solely the sake of advancement. Just you know, just judging from what we've read in the text so far.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I I yeah. I, I think uh, I think I'd agree with that. You know, and and even you know, even if uh, stuff we've read in the text you know goes against that at all, who gives a shit? He's dead. He's not gonna. Like what's he gonna say to that you know it's like yeah well you Let, know let's, you say let's prop that him up. let's prop him up and use him as uh, you know as a figurehead for for the strike why not
0: you you know you say that but you know what's what's to stop them from putting Tolkien's AI face and voice over a actor who's paid five dollars for one day's work you know just to argue against you then what
1: I, I mean then I think the Tolkien estate would have to step in <clears throat>
0: I mean, if we didn't first, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if, if it wasn't us first, if you know? Uh, you know.
1: To be fair, if you do look into the the fine details of the SDBI of of that, you know however many hundred pages are in that the, the contract and you know that 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 binding it's document. a lot of it's
2: a lot of
0: fine print
1: it's a lot of fine print and i you know i mean we we do have the right to to use our listeners likenesses and uh i mean just everything about them as a human being um mm-hmm. in perpetuity for uh for whatever we de- you know deem fit so that's just the that's the contract that you enter into when you press play on this podcast
0: that's yeah. That, that's right. No. Yep. That's correct. You know, are we hypocrites?
1: Uh, Maybe, but they're, they're different industries. You know. Yeah. Night and day. Night and day. at Exa- Day and night. Breakfast and dinner.
0: Second breakfast and dinner. Am I right? Ooh. Don't forget eleven seas. It's a little Lord of the Rings memory there. Let's uh. Let's talk about Lord of the Rings. We have read the first two chapters of book 3 of the second book of the unofficial Lord of the Rings trilogy. I say unofficial because like it's not really a trilogy, like it was meant to be like
1: one book, technically a
0: plot trilogy. It's <laughs> technically a <quad> trilogy. <laughs> um Uh, You know, I, of course, am talking about chapters one and two of The Two Towers. Boys, what did we think about this? How did it feel jumping back into Lord of the Rings? Felt felt good.
2: Um, Part of that was the fact that I'm in the middle of recovering from COVID, so... Being able to sit down and read was nice, <laughs> and not being in pain or just too exhausted to do anything, which is also a little weird because usually I am exa- too exhausted to read in one sitting, <laughs> even without COVID.
1: Yeah, yeah. Did did uh, COVID hit you pretty hard? This was the first time you know getting it, right?
2: Yeah. No, I made it three and a half years. Um, wow, it's incredible. But uh, yeah, big family party. Someone had it. Super spreader, and yeah, not fun. But um, uh, I thought it was something else at first. And then Wednesday morning just kind of hit me like a truck. So I ended up taking two and a half days off of work. Uh, And by Saturday, I was mostly all right. Sunday was when I really started feeling more myself. uh, And I started being able to taste my food again yesterday. Um, And yesterday I was still testing positive. So we'll see. Jeez. Uh, We'll see how I test tomorrow morning.
1: Well, you know, glad you're pushing through. Sorry, it, uh, I mean, very impressive for holding out this long, but, yeah. you know, uh, sorry it <laughs> hit you this hard.
2: That, that, that really does suck. I, sh- I thought it was something completely different for the first two days. Um, it wasn't until I started getting emails from the rest of the family that some people had COVID. It was mm. like, I should probably go get tested on this. <laughs>
1: Damn. Yeah. I, I don't, I mean, Should've I should have recognized
2: it when the pain, the joint pain started because that's what yeah. happened when I got my first, uh, Vaccine. Oh, can you okay. hear
1: that? What?
2: I'll take it that you can't. There's a motorcycle like two blocks away. That's oh no! Being stupid, but okay. If you can't hear it, you can't hear it. I have my windows open.
1: Oh, I think I, I think you're safe. I don't think it's it's being picked up as far as I can. Uh,
0: hear. The, the well, I hear the, the, the train, train on Connors all the time. The question so. was, how did it feel jumping back into Lord of the Rings? And I answered the question. Then we got on a tangent <laughs> about <laughs> me having what COVID. The f-
2: and then I got on the what second uh, tangent because it was a motorcycle.
1: <laughs> what type of motorcycle? This is typical.
2: Was it? Jesus, fuck loud!
0: <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so this, uh, what about you, it? Connor? Can you still hear
2: it? <laughs> Actually, yes, kind of. Okay. <laughs> oh my yep, god. Yep, yep. That's definitely it. I can hear it. Okay, okay. I'm okay. really okay. glad.
0: Really glad we checked back in with Damn. that. <laughs> oh, good. Wow, that was nice.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah. F- as for me, uh, it was good. I. It. It, it was nice to to st- start reading. I. I don't know. I kind of thought. I. I. I didn't realize we were gonna do this this week. I thought we had another week, up until like yesterday. We said so. Two yeah. weeks. We
2: said. Two yeah. weeks ago we said, in two weeks Yeah,
1: no, I know, but I didn't realize I just, I missed a week, I guess Um, so did I So, so yeah, I, I, so I kinda Was, I, I scrambled a little bit But, no, it felt good, it felt good Um, I I had just started reading another Book, like, uh, two days Before this, I was like, yeah, I'm Traitor. gonna try and Like, knock out another book before I have to Read, Lord of the Rings <laughs> oh again God. And, uh, what are you reading? The, uh, The Three-Body Problem Oh, nice! Uh, yeah, I've heard a lot about that. Yeah, uh, i I'm That's only not a, a chapters in.
2: Is that a fiction book? I, I don't. Yes, it is fiction. Okay, so sci-fi. it's not about the actual three-body problem, which is a very big physics and gravity thing.
1: No, like by Isaac Newton or something. No, I think it's 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 a it's a sci-fi book, but um, but that yeah. So so I'm gonna try and read these two two books concurrently for the first time in like, you know. D- doing that reading two books at the same time uh for the first time in a few years we'll see how it goes
2: yes, best of so. luck
0: connor how, How's your uh, 2023 reading goal going you know i'm glad you asked josh because uh just <laughs> two or three days ago i think two days ago i finally finished the book that i said i was still going through when we were doing um Hitchhiker's Guide. The end of Hitchhiker's Guide. So anyways, so the, re- the reading goal so itself is bad. Um, <laughs> the, the reading, the reading you're goal... reading goal. about five months behind schedule now. Yes. No, it, It's. I've given up entirely on um, the whole book a month thing. That's not happening anymore. But <laughs> what it has instilled in me is the drive to, ha- much like Connor, to have a like independent personal reading book alongside the podcast book that we're doing. and I am still nice. doing that. So I just finished that and I'm going to be starting something else. I don't know what it is. but the the important thing is is that even though it has been very slow, I actually have been reading it consistently. Good. and I just finished. Did, it. I,
2: did I mention that I've, I've, I finished the longitude book I've been reading? I didn't know like currently. Yeah, I finished it when I went on vacation back in May um i started that book back in october i want to say so it was very very much not like reading concurrently so much as like i would put it down for a
0: few months and forget about it um, yeah i kind of did that too <laughs> I'm, I'm describing sort of the same thing josh yeah exactly. i'm counting that as reading concurrently uh, but then I, f- I found
2: out that there's a it was like a a and e like t- uh tv series for, of the same story um that it was like a that it's just on YouTube as, like, a four-hour movie. <laughs> so I ended up watching it on, like, a Monday night and was... I didn't... I wasn't very uh, awake the next day for some reason. Kind of ironic because I was watching a story about clocks and I was just very poorly keeping my own time.
0: But, uh... Or managing my own time. Anyway. Well, look at us, you know? Um, we, we've come such a long way together we all have our own books that we're just reading on our own time now i'm proud of ourselves i really am i think i might do uh the book a month thing now fuck you <laughs>
1: i think i might i think i might just, jump
0: on the train just get absolutely all the way fucked in the next year it might be fine i don't know I mean, we'll little fucker all right sure we'll you know what i would love to see you read a book month. i would I truly yeah, would. Me too. I know it sounds like I'm 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 saying this with bitterness and and envy and malice, <laughs> but I I would love to see you spread your little baby bird wings and fly, you little you, fucking hey. fuck, you little fuck. I would love to see it. I really <laughs> would. I know it sounds like it's malice, uh, but it's love. You know,
1: I've done it's it before. Love
0: you you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> we'll see we'll see just get all the way fucked i think it'd be you funny between the, both, the two of you stupid fuck i can't believe you
2: between the two of you you managed to read a book a month that'd be pretty cool sort of yeah
0: just, just for just for the record since we all said what we were doing i finished reading the parable of the talents which was the sequel book to the parable of the sower um so it did take me a long time to get through those two books but they were both excellent for what it's worth, so
1: cool, nice. Okay. No how I was jumping back into Lord of the Rings for you?
0: It was, you know, I'm sure that I will have thoughts on on this matter that I'll want to expand as we actually get into the chapter discussion. But um, overall, uh, I liked it. Um, it it's you know it's kind of the same thing as going through fellowship. It can still be like tedious and boring and dry and tough to get through, like, those things are still all true in the moment, but like, when I put the book down I... I'm still thinking about it, like, I'm intrigued by it, like, it does hook me in a way but the act of reading it, um you know, it it's not always smooth yeah, so... Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Um but let's let's get into the specifics. We'll break it down a little bit more. Um obviously, we had a bit of ground to cover here in the beginning. I think we're you know shaking some of the cobwebs <laughs> off, and you know we just have some stuff we want to share as we jump back into the next book. But as we continue through the podcast, typically it's not as um, intro heavy. You know, just just talking to all you. Um, I'm not. I'm not talking to the STBIs. I'm talking to the long-term <laughs> listeners. You know. You know who you are. So um, we uh, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna do it. Here we go. Connor, you look like you have something you want to say. Like you're uh, not. Just,
1: yeah, I mean, <laughs>
0: you're not really thrilled about well, well the way no, I, I laid th- that out. I, I
1: just think that's not entirely accurate. I do think it's it's. I mean, uh, it, is a, it's it, ebbs, ex- it ebbs and flows. It, it it ebbs and flows, but I mean. It's it's usually between fifteen and thirty minutes, so I think we're oh, okay. But but how many minutes
0: has it been? 22?
1: 26. So Jesus. we we are on the high side, but still, it's
0: not like out of the ordinary. No, order. no, no. But but I do think we made a, a more concentrated effort. You we know, intend, to, to keep it on the fifteen side. We so. intend to keep it shorter. I'm not um, saying there's yeah. nothing. I'm just I'm just you know, hey, you know, sometimes. People go, wanna wanna jump on when you start a new book, you know. In case anyone's like, "What's the deal with these guys?" You know.
2: <laughs> if you like to I'm see what it's like when we do do there. an intro intentionally every week, go listen. Go uh, subscribe to our Patreon and listen to our Hitchhiker's Guide series. Whew!
0: That was a lot. some of our best episodes. Patreon. If you wanna, if, if, if you want to <laughs> listen to forty minutes of what we're doing here, then please, by yeah. all means. Um you know, we uh, we since learned our lesson. Okay, let's talk about Lord of the Rings. Did you guys also have the synopsis in the beginning of your book before you started? I did.
2: Yeah, and I did read that and I kind of regretted reading it at the end because the the last two paragraphs of that kind of spoiled this book and the next one. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's like, not not like spoiler, spoiler, but it's like um It's not uh, like and now we're going to go learn about how they do this and then but not this other thing that's in the next book. Right, yes. And it's like I don't want I didn't want to know that though. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So I'm I'm looking right now and I do have it, but I didn't realize that I had it. You, so I don't. I did didn't know because I just saw that there were maps. I just like was scrolling through the intro and I saw the maps and I was like, okay, well, I don't give a shit about the maps. I'm gonna go to chapter one. <laughs> As he said,
2: scrolling, he he does have a physical book in his hand right now on the on camera. Yeah, yeah,
0: he's he's scrolling he's, through the pages he's, like he's this. like that little uh, online nerd gif that you see um, <laughs> before. You know, it's like he's just completely fucking. He's terminally online. I mean, you know, it's all com- we can think the of. Common, the common vernacular. It's the only way he can describe reading is scrolling. It, you know. <laughs>
1: I mean, do you guys know where the term scrolling comes from originally? Oh my God! Do you
0: think I want to hear you <laughs> fucking lie out your ass right now? Well,
1: I no, no. I mean, because the, uh, you know before we had like the printing press and books it was the ancient scroll you know right you opened yeah. up and that was the original scrolling
2: am my right opened it up and then you just used your finger to like to move it up and down you could see different you could. parts of the scroll you, you,
1: you could do that i mean if you you know depending on if you like if you had a weird finger or something um <laughs> but, uh, but yeah
0: no I, I did not read the synopsis it doesn't really matter um I I don't even really have much to say about it I I just wanted to shout it out Um, I thought it was funny Tolkien refers to the company as the Fellowship here several times Uh, really felt like I had to point that out, that's my singular note on the synopsis is oh I didn't even pick up on that in the synopsis it's like Tolkien is like oh fuck that's right the last book was called The Fellowship of the Ring, should really start working on that but then they um, go back to calling themselves the, the they uh, do yeah they they say the, the other word oh I noticed that thank too you. yeah that's you know I'm going to start referring to that as the C word see how people feel about that um,
2: Wait. actually no in in my version of the synopsis it calls them the companions uh, uh, Gandalf led the company from the east gate of Moria through the elvish land of Lorien
0: Um, I I think I'm. It's uh, it's towards the end. Towards the end, it says um, Uh, the remainder of the fellowship by a sudden attack of orc soldiers. Yeah, 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 yeah. but but I I suppose maybe that is too seldom of a reference to mention. But you know, let me put on my little nerd, my little nerd glasses. You know, because I did it. I did it. Um, you're right though, Josh. It is kind of funny the way it lays out the broad strokes of the. You know, kind of the the structure of what we're going to be getting into. Um, also, sort of concerning the next book. But I have to say, um, I don't really think it divulges anything. It doesn't say anything about like certain characters, you know, living or dying or no, it, how it things happen about, or. Yeah, it's mostly macro events. But yeah, I mean, it says there's a war. Yes. that's that's really like this is building to a war. That's that's what Tolkien writes, um, and I do get what you mean. Like you know, wanting to go into it completely blind. So I'm not. I understand that. It's just a little tough because I, I feel like I'm familiar enough with the story, of Lord of the Rings. I'm like, well, I kind of I know where this is going. You know. Yeah, like, no, that's so. that's fair. Very fair. But hey, your points are too. Um, in chapter one. We. This was a funny chapter to read because it it feels like coming off of our Peter Jackson, uh, movie discussion for fellowship. We sort of have talked about this. We already I'm saw this at how shit. Straight, I'm su- I'm surprised at how straight it was played in the end. Um, yep. Also, I like
2: how it's called the departure of Boromir. He dies on page two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he does. It's, yeah.
1: What an odd way to start a book. I I really. I, like, just, yeah like, kill a main character pacing wise it's just kind of i don't know maybe it would be more impactful if we didn't see the movie
2: maybe but i i, I still think it would you're be more impactful right. if you didn't heckle the movie every time boromir was on screen hey i i <laughs> I,
1: I, I yeah sure but i <laughs> i don't detest the boromir book with the book version of boromir as much as the movie version
0: i get sure. it you know, I do want to come back to, like, oh, man, what a weird way to start the book. I do have some thoughts on that. Um, but just going through the chapter summary here, um, yeah, we we uh, start off with Aragorn trying to kind of figure out what's going on. He doesn't even know where the hobbits are or anything. And then... Um, Because at the end of the fellowship, like, you know, everyone kind of split up, and then it's like, oh, you know, they're starting to say, where's Frodo, where's Frodo? Um, And so, Aragorn is kind of rushing around, he hears the horn of Boromir, catches up to him, but it's already too late, yeah, Boromir, he dies. Um, But then, you know, the orcs are already gone by that point, Legolas and Gimli show back up. They kind of wander around for a minute, but they, they figure out that um, Frodo and Sam must have gone to Mordor, and Merry and Pippin have seemingly been captured by orcs, and there's a trail leading, uh, you know, away from their camp that they can follow, and it kind of it falls to Aragorn to make the decision, are they going to try to catch up with Frodo and Sam and aid them in their quest to destroy the One Ring? Or do they try and rescue Merry and Pippin from uh, being captured by the orcs? And they decide... Aragorn decides...
2: Or do they Tirith to, yes. re- yeah.
0: to honor Boromir's last words request? That's right. They do have like three choices before them. You're right. Um, but Aragorn decides to try to rescue mary and pippin and i think that's like where the chapter ends right they they just begin they make that decision and they just begin to follow the trail and then the next chapter is like following the trail and everything else there so um i i think i think that's most of our first chapter there Connor, you're totally right. What a weird way to start a book. I just want to continue off of that point real quick. Because I, we make a lot of jokes about this. Like, oh, it's book three of part two of chapter this. You know, it's like. But I was st- struck by this thought like, oh, like, I feel like this really highlights that this is not really a trilogy. It's one book that's split up into three parts. Yeah, absolutely. Because if it were like three. Distinct separate stories, it would never make sense for the very first chapter of your book to be killing one of your main characters. And yet, if you think about this as the middle of a singular book, suddenly it doesn't feel so weird. Yeah. I think the way we're given Lord of the Rings as these three books, structurally, it does feel like, what the fuck? Why is Boromir dying in the first chapter? Yeah.
1: It makes me feel like Peter Jackson had the right idea to um, put it into the ending of the first film. Um, And also, like there, there is definitely a way to like have your first chapter be something controversial and exciting enough, like the death of a main character, and have it be kind of like a like, oh shit, they they mean business this time. But it's not played. To that effect like like that like that yeah. kind of storytelling again tolkien is like is i mean he's not telling a modern story that you know and and, and that's kind of like a, um you know very much like a like a modern trope kind of thing like for shock value or, or you know whatever but uh so, so yeah i'm just like kind of it just kind of leaves you scratching your head like like why pacing wise like it how it much does feel how much pacing do you know how, how much does Tolkien think about pacing? It doesn't seem like
2: that's an issue for him. Hmm. No, it doesn't. It, it does feel like this this chapter would fit just as well at the end of uh, Fellowship as it does at the beginning of Two Towers, if not better. Yeah. And uh, when I finished the chapter, I was sitting there like, should this chapter have been at the end of Fellowship? Uh, but I was thinking about it and. Uh, The last fellowship ended with Sam and Frodo uh, leaving on their side of the journey, and I think thematically that makes more sense because that book followed um, uh, Frodo and Sam a lot more closely than any other character i think we only switch perspective maybe two or three times and yeah only briefly
1: yeah i mean it's it's and it's just a, it's it's another thing of the sensibility and the the style of writing because like i mean there, there's no reason that he can't do both he can't you know there, there's no reason that the book can't end on both notes like the movie did um but mm. but that just wasn't his style i guess
2: right and the the way this this chapter reads is they they are trying to figure out what happened to sam and frodo So I guess having that directly after it wouldn't make as much sense. I don't know. Yeah, no, I I get it.
0: Yeah, I actually, I really like what both of you guys are saying, you know, and and Josh, it makes me think about um, when we were discussing the chapter where Gandalf confronts the Balrog and like I, I said I talked for like fucking you know 10 minutes just rambling and then you were just like oh so you think it's better in the movie and I was like oh what <laughs> you know like I didn't I didn't realize that you could just say that or put it so succinctly but since you've said that there's been this switch flipped in my brain and immediately upon reading this chapter I was like this shit was better in the movie like the way I, yeah. Peter Jackson does it is so much better and you know what It's not even necessarily just the pacing, although that is part of it. It's insane that Boromir is killed off-page. Like, they just show up, and he's just, like, practically dead. And I I do like that Tolkien (laughs) has those lines in there, like, you know, Aragorn sees, like, the 20 dead orcs around him. You see all the arrows in him. Like, you know there was an epic fight and that Boromir fought valiantly. But I love that the movie... Shows you it And it's like how do you Even in like 1954 How do you whiff that How do you miss that shit As an author to not show Your character <laughs> fall in battle You know what I mean that, that's, that's That's what I was left with That's how I felt reading it I, I don't think you were supposed to see him fall in battle I
2: think first off we're following Aragorn in this perspective and And what I wanted to say a moment ago before I, and before I forget is I think this book, because the next chapter continues from Aragorn and and the rest of the companions uh, perspective. I think this book is going to follow him and the others a bit more than Sam and Frodo. Hmm. Uh, So I think we're going to see a bigger split in the perspectives. So I think that's why this book starts with it is because they're meant to be more of the main perspective in this, this part of the
0: story. Yeah, you um, might be right. We haven't seen Sam and Frodo yet at all. So no. Um, as as for Boromir dying
2: off out of frame, um, I mean that's it. Does that is that actually true? Because you hear everything. You hear the orcs stampeding. You hear well, Aragorn hears, and you it's per, it's uh, conveyed to us, the reader, but. He hears the orcs stamping. He hears the horn. He hears the horn stop, uh, and he's following the sounds of battle. And when he arrives, he finds all these dead orcs, and Boromir has
0: it uh, is uh, still alive, but yes, has fallen. That I mean, that is true, and I, I like that you point that out. Like it's not that it's nothing, and I do think, like, I, I can imagine that scene. Like m- maybe as a kind of disservice to like the literature like i can imagine it as a movie like i can picture like you know this like frantic tension of like the horn blaring but you can't see where it's coming from and it get you know it's Mm -hmm. it 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 becomes lessened you know until it's diminished and it's like it, it builds up that tension like but i don't feel like that's translated on the page here I I think, like, all the ideas are sound, and it's not to be like, you know, (laughs) Tolkien, he doesn't know what he's doing, like, (laughs) trust me, I'm not really here to say that um, Tolkien made any decisions that he didn't mean to, or that, like, um, you know, he he made a a poor decision as an author, Um, I I don't really believe that that's true, I don't want to sound overly critical of it, but... um, i I guess it it probably does have a lot to do with our expectations as like a modern audience yeah and and how we're used to stories being told to us um but i like I do think there's a reason for that shift. it certainly doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with this story, but um you know it it's it's it kind of goes back to that show don't tell um you know, broad brushstroke kind of rule, which is not correct in, in every sense. It's not the golden rule by any stretch. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, you know, coming hot off the heels of us watching The Fellowship of the Ring together, it, it does, you know, feel like it, it, it puts this kind of like somber sense of finality to Fellowship. And it's strange to see it as the opening to Two Towers. Maybe that comes yeah. from me being a uh, you know a movie watcher all my life until this point, but but I do struggle with that.
2: Yeah, That's, uh, no, I, I agree. Can I call for a five minute break because the rocket's launching literally as I'm speaking? All right,
1: sure, let's do it. It's rocket day, baby.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'll be right back. All right, so we just got done discussing Boromir's death. And like our thoughts on How does that work as the ending For Fellowship in the movie Beginning of the two towers in the book Um There is one more Boromir thing I want to touch on Before we go on to whatever other points We have for this first chapter Mm -hmm. His last words are I have failed Do you feel like that's true? Boromir I think
2: partially yes I mean at least he I can see why he thinks that because his mission was to uh, in fellowship was to interpret his dream which was basically what he did when he showed up mm-hmm. um, and then return that information to his people in Minas Tirith so that they can then continue to repel the forces of Mordor uh, and he did not accomplish that part because he has died and um, so I think when he's Telling Aragorn to go to Minas Tirith And save his people I think that's what he Is saying he has failed to do He's asking Aragorn to Pick up his slack Right
0: <laughs> Yeah I see
1: Yeah I, I, I was never Super invested or even clear On uh, That he had a mission Really? Like, I mean...
2: <laughs> I, it, it does really seem like he's just kind of... He shows up and it's just like, yeah, I'm heading that way. I'll help with you guys.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah I mean, you know, he, of, of course he's said shit about what he believes and in, in, in wants to do and stuff, but... um, I mean, I don't know. Like, if if he feels like he failed, like, like it makes sense. He, you know, he fucked up at the end of his life. So, I mean, regardless of... <laughs> what his mission was he he, he he you know he knows that he fucked up and uh you know i think it's a it's it's a kindness of aragorn to try to relieve him of that you know
0: so
2: right he yeah. also did fail his his part of the the fellowship where he basically attacked frodo yes, and did exactly. not protect the ring
0: yeah that that's what i really thought of when he said that line and it made me consider like how the fellowship is kind of comprised of, you know, representatives of the races of Middle-earth, and, you know, how fitting it feels that it's... Again, this is not the burden that's, like, really, truly placed on Boromir, but, like, narratively, like, Boromir is sort of the representative of men for Middle-earth. And, you know, he's the one who who can't... Um, you know control his desire you know and fight back against those base urges whereas you know the dwarves and the elves and even um yeah it's it's not fair to place it all on boromir because of course we have aragorn as well who's kind of a a paragon or a paragon of his people um but but to me, when I read that line and to have that be his last words, I was thinking like, you know, his his real failure is well before his his death, you know, it's it's that he can't fight back against his urge for the ring. And that's exactly the same sin that a Sealdor commits that like damns everyone in the third age to be undergoing this quest in the first place. Because a Sealdoor could have destroyed the ring. Uh, and chose not to, so it, yeah. it's kind of a fatal flaw of men.
2: Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely
1: right. We suck ass.
0: <laughs> Aragorn's <weird>. like ha- <laughs> Aragorn's like hashtag not all men. Sorry yes. guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, but I, that's that's really all I wanted to say about Boromir. Um, unless you guys have any other Boromir notes. Is there anything else in this chapter you want to call out or jump to? Um.
2: Not for Boromir, I don't think.
0: Yeah, even um, in general, I, I wasn't sure. So I do have other notes, yes. Yeah, yeah, no, I've... Literally anything in the first chapter, I was like, <laughs> if you... So, um,
2: when they start Sherlock Holmesing what happened after Boromir's dead, um... We we there's I've noticed just right off the bat they are using goblins and orcs interchangeably again. um yes. I assume this is just how it's going to be from now on. uh Orcs are goblins, goblins are orcs. But now we have uh we're mixing it up. There are different races of orcs, and yeah. they can tell just by looking at them where they came from. We have misty mountain orcs. We have northern orcs. I'm oh, sorry, we had northern. Uh, orcs from the Misty Mountains, we have the Mordor orcs, and now we have new orcs.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Who are uh, likely attached to uh, Sauron. Or as Gimli puts it, S for Sauron. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is like, I mean, you're not completely incorrect there, but I don't think he's the best. When there's a big
0: white S on the forehead, Sauron. <laughs> Oh, does Gimli say S for Sauron? I I think I even read it as Saruman, but that's funny that he says that. I didn't think about that.
2: Yeah, and then then Legolas is like, nay, Sauron doesn't use elf runes.
0: Yeah, I see. How corny is it that Saruman is like, my orcs are going to have an S on their helmet. Like, (laughs) come on, guy. Yeah.
2: Oh, we get confirmation the birds from fellowship are Saruman's doing mm-hmm. um, I don't think they mentioned the storm but they do mention running f- the, from the mountain they, they basically start to piece together Sar- Saruman's completely against them at this point
0: yeah and we get a bit more of that in chapter 2 as well with um, it feels like they don't have any will to travel you know like, like somehow Saruman is able to like support the orcs and and hinder uh the company you're right um so, yeah we do we do get more of that more stuff that peter jackson chooses to show more prominently in the movie rather than left these like scattered lines of dialogue in the right book, which i, I appreciate the same-
2: Right, but in a movie, I think it just comes across a lot easier than it would
0: in a book. Oh, oh, yeah. No, the thing is, I agree. I think that's why not to harp on it. Um, I think that's why Peter Jackson's uh, adaptions are so successful because you know, that's that's the common pitfall people uh, fall into. It's like, oh well, you gotta make this adaption one-to-one, you know, the more faithful you make it the better. But it's not true. You need to consider the fact that you're adapting from one medium to another. A book and a movie are inherently different and they always will be. And Peter Jackson really played to the strengths of like cinematic language when he adapted Lord of the Rings to the big screen. And I think that's exactly why they they are as iconic and, um, you know, strong as, as they are, it's because he made, you know, not even changes, but like gave greater focus to certain things, not to make this a movie discussion, but just, just since you brought (laughs) it up, like, you know,
2: yeah. Um, let's see what else? Um, six pages in my copy at least until we reach our first song.
0: It did come up pretty quickly, yeah.
2: Tolkien showing some uncharacteristic restraint. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then it looks like the end of the movie, just to stay on the movie side of things for a moment, is about a page before the end of the the first chapter. Um and my my last note here is should this chapter have been part of fellowship but i think we we talked about that at length already yeah um, i yeah so those are those are pretty much my notes it's, Uh when when aragorn says uh uh come we will go now leave us leave all that can be spared behind we will uh press on by day and dark i think that's the last we see of them in the movie um so yeah then everything after that is uh just them cleaning up the camp and i like this line at the end uh, uh we will make such a chase as shall be accounted a marvel among the three kindreds elves dwarves and men uh fourth the three hunters just like all right now we're the three musketeers essentially let's let's go save our friends yeah um i like i like that they all represent one of the three major races um and they're going to go save the fourth. <laughs> yes. That it seems... Uh, it's almost like he planted somehow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I like that uh, that kind of shift in the dynamic as well, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's a cool fulfillment on sort of like the promise of the ending of Fellowship. You know, that last chapter, the breaking of the Fellowship is exactly that. And so here, as we kind of like pick up with the two towers, it's like, okay, well, what do those broken pieces, you know, do? How does that how does that recoalesce if they even do at all? So um, I do kind of like that idea of, you know, gathering everyone together in the first book and getting to see, you know, them as like a cohesive collective unit. And then the end of that book kind of forces them to break apart and scatter, and and now this story seems to be sell- telling that like split tale, you know, like you're saying, Josh. I do think we're gonna get more of that, these different perspectives in the book, and and apparently, pretty big focus on Aragorn. So, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's that's um, definitely something I've liked in these first two chapters and and yeah it would be cool if uh we get more aragorn as the main character kind of energy you know we'll see but uh um yeah you know kind of just felt like sleepwalking through this chapter a little bit because it's it's
0: like yeah i saw this shit (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's a good thing we didn't watch the movie before we read the book because you would have been fucking out for the count man yeah i would have
2: you would have been done what's the point i mean <laughs>
0: I, I felt the i actually kind of felt the
2: opposite is because we had already seen the movie i i was on I, I was like focused in on
0: this like what's different what's the same yeah right i get that yeah we did talk about that too Um, very last thing I wanted to mention on this chapter then we'll get to chapter 2 but just since you're talking about Aragorn and um, like kind of the focus on on him in these first two chapters um, you know we also, we get this at the end of Fellowship but here in the beginning too we get more of this idea of um, Aragorn like becoming more confident in, in positioning himself as like the king of men the king of Gondor, but I think like like you know the the king of men as a race, um, and I kind of felt like you know him being uh, burdened with this struggle of trying to figure out you know even just like what way do they go you know wh- what are they gonna do? We kind of get some like early showcases for like Aragorn sort of being. You know, not reluctant to lead, but like kind of figuring out how to do it, because pretty much every time someone lays a decision on him, he's like, hey, you know, I'm not really the guy to ask, but if you want my opinion, here's what I think. You know, he's he's still kind of insecure and he's still in the shadow of Gandalf. You know, every time someone asks him a question, he's like, you know, shit. You know, Gandalf probably would have done this, and it's like, I, you know, I, eh, who knows? Um, and so, like these first two chapters, we get a lot of moments where he's sort of struggling with being the leader. Uh, you know, even if within this small group of three, including himself. But it kind of feels like a microcosm for, um, the the king of men to, you know kind of fill those shoes again and and create a sense of direction for middle earth
1: yeah yeah i mean uh i th- i think that's that's definitely more apparent in uh the next chapter but even i uh, it's 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 very interesting to me with um, Aragorn trying to find his role. He he he's you know kind of lost between many r- names, many roles, and uh, oh my god, no. he, and you know so 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 it's like he, I I feel like he treads very lightly in different parts of you know uh, the wherever the fuck they are, you know, um, <laughs> and the Roharim? yeah, be, because he knows you know people are going to react differently depending on on how how he responds and he's not and he even mentioned something about gandalf's leadership in the next chapter that 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 is 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 strikingly different to his um which, Mm -hmm. which we can talk about then but but yeah no i think you're right
0: yeah and you're right i am jumping ahead so sounds like a good sign to just get to chapter two um in this chapter, we continue to follow Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli as they pursue the trail of the orcs. And there's there's this tension between like wanting to follow them um, at a strong pace, but also like they need to sleep, which apparently the orcs don't need to do that. Um, so don't they
1: say that? that it it seems like they don't because they're like being powered by the dark lord like the dark like there's like dark energy that's
0: (laughs) they do yeah yeah they do i think that comes back to the whole like saruman kind of uh sticking his fingers into the situation uh from his magic abilities because um yeah
1: he he is fingering
0: those orcs He's he does from, you know even from afar you can still yes, finger those orcs long fingers, <laughs> um, and you know despite their best efforts, uh, the three are not able to catch up to the orcs, but eventually the riders of Rohan, the the people of this land, uh, find them instead. They're like, hey, we already killed the orcs. Um, There's some tension between the group at first, but, you know, they kind of explain the situation to one another. Ultimately, uh, the leader of the Riders of Rohan, in in this instance here, uh, Eomir, gives them two horses, and then they go on their way. And then uh, Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas continue on to Fangorn Forest. They want to check out where the the Rohan people slay the orcs because they want to they they're still searching for Merry and Pippin they want to see if they can find anything when they get there they, they search around the area it's getting dark but they pretty much just find dead bodies they, they, they don't come any closer to figuring out, figuring out what happened to Merry and Pippin they camp there for the night and uh, the chapter ends with the appearance of a mysterious Old man that they do not know the identity of. They suspect it may be Saruman because the writers of Rohan mentioned that Saruman is kind of plaguing the area and, and can show up as, um, you know, even a, a benign old man. So that's their leading theory. I wonder what you guys think about that, but, you know, that's the end of the chapter. We can jump around. Um, but uh, I'd say that's that's the long and short of it there. Is there a place we want to start? Do you, d- actually, even before that, because sometimes I'll, I'll jump to Josh and I'll be like, hey, give me your notes. But Connor, <laughs> do you have any like general thoughts on Chapter 2 that you want to start us off with?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, the first half was very boring to me. It was uh just this you know, was, this was the walking in
0: the woods shit
1: yes just walking around the woods or sorry not entire not always the woods um but yeah so I mean I, 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 I don't know I just I, I I do feel like it could have been chopped up a good bit um but when when they you know ran into the writers it did get interesting and um you know i uh, from then on it, it it felt pretty captivating to me um mm-hmm. and yeah i i i think the mystery of the old man is is yeah, i i i think it is uh saruman maybe i don't know or uh some sort of Saruman powered entity or something um but uh, yeah, I, I, it's it's just kind of like oh, it's a ghost. There's a ghost that pops up. <laughs> um, if it's a little wacky,
0: so that's it's kind of yeah, kind
1: of w- cool. I don't know.
0: What uh, what is this restaurant at the end of the universe? I know, right?
1: It pulls me right out of it.
0: You're gonna you're gonna start the book with a ghost showing up? For Come on, fucking
1: ghost in Lord of the Rings? Are you kidding me? Come on. <laughs> No, thank That's you. That's fucked up. But yeah, I mean, uh, and and you know, I do like the three of them. I think they're they're a fun little team. Um, you know, I do like kind of the the company being split up, and different dynamics are on display, which is always exciting. Um, but but you know, also what, you know when they met up with the writers, it's like. There was a point where where there could have been conflict because there's like, oh, we can't let anybody walk around the woods. And then, you know, Aragorn's like, well, b- but please, please, can please let me walk in the woods. And it's like, okay, fine. And it was like, I feel like every time they meet up with like a, uh, a semi-ally who who's like, kind of doesn't want them to, to pass, Every time they ask, like a second time, they're like, "Okay, fine." You know, I feel like it's yeah. happened a lot. Um, and so, just for once, I was like, "Oh, is there actually going to be some more build-up, some more tension here?" And it's not. No, it didn't happen, which is fine. That's not. You know, it's uh, it. It makes sense, but but you know, wasn't wasn't as exciting as it could have been. I guess.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, it's it's funny because um, I do feel like like when I hear you describe Lord of the Rings, Connor, it does become like even a little more clear to me. Like, yeah, I think Connor does like The Hobbit more because like that makes me think about when they show up, they're going through um, the Merkwood. They show up with the elves who kind of are like that semi ally, and then the elves are like. Pfft, throw them in jail yeah <laughs> i yeah. don't give a shit who you people are put them in fucking jail and then exactly yeah. the to, to get them out you know absolutely um it's not a huge impediment to them but like i, I do get what you mean because like it because thinking about the fellowship like after they get out of the mines of moria and they're going through they're trying to go through uh, Lothlorien. They meet up with Haldir and he's like, We can't let a dwarf in here. And they're like, Pretty please exactly, yeah. And they're like, Oh, we actually okay, we can let a dwarf You got us. <laughs> you just had to ask twice, we can let a dwarf in here, sorry. Yeah, you know, it's 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 it's
1: just like, well, the these tensions are interesting between, you know, should be allies, but if they don't amount to anything, then like, what's the point? You know, I yeah. just, like after it happening a few times, it's like, okay, well I, I yeah, so it 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 it, it just seemed kind of silly to me, but
0: yeah,
1: but yeah, I mean, and um, otherwise, half the chapter was 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 very captivating.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I uh, I, I hear you, and I at that point too, I I really didn't remember how this was gonna go. And so I actually thought that Gimli and Legolas and Aragorn I thought they were going to be stopped Before they could like, Continue on their journey I thought they were going to be forced to go with The Riders of Rohan But um, yeah then they're not So um, I have some like vague Understandings of what happens In this book But um, clearly I don't have the specifics So you know It, it continues to be fun to read through um. Thanks for sharing, Connor Josh, is there anything you want to jump to Off of what Connor said Or just going off your own notes Somewhere you want to start
2: Um. Most of my notes are just some dialogue That I picked up on Throughout this chapter um,
0: Let me just double check here Sure I'm willing to bet we have at least one of the same quotes, because I also have a few lines down here that jumped out at me.
2: Well, it's not so much as lines jumping out at me as much as me just like, this is these are the thoughts in my head as I read this part of the book. Oh, are um, we going to Meme Town? Not quite Meme Town, but just... I've, I've been paraphrasing a lot of stuff, let's put it that way. <laughs> okay. Bring down the memes. Um, <laughs> Alright, well, the first one is... Um, when Gimli's grumbling about the fact that they don't have a light because the moon's away and they can't light a fire for some reason. If I remember correctly. It's towards the beginning of the chapter. Um, uh, to do Gimli murmured, uh, would that the lady had given us a light, such a gift as she gave to Frodo. Uh, and Aragorn retorts with, it will be more needed where it was bestowed. Um, and to me, that just, for some reason, that red is, we're the side quest, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Best leave the good gear to the main quest. You're right. Um, oh, it's right when he is, Aragorn is, uh, he's trying to decide something. But the rest of that quote is, uh, with him lies the true quest. Ours is but a small matter in, in the great deeds of this time a vain pursuit from its beginning uh maybe which no choice of mine can mar or mend well i've chosen so let us use the time as best we may and there's a break in the in the paragraph and then he cast himself on the ground and fell at once to sleep and i just had the mental image of aragorn talking to them in this grassy field and then just literally like just like falling face first into the dirt and falling asleep, <laughs> it just collapsing. <laughs> not not, yeah. not collapsing. Just like full on like rigid plank. Just like and I am done speaking. Good night. And then just yeah. falls over sideways.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. It is kind of like that. I mean, that's after they like walk for two days straight, pretty much. And the, Gimli's <laughs> yeah. are like that's they it. need to like fucking sleep right so.
2: yeah and that, that was actually one thing about the chapter that was really interesting it's just like yeah they've they got to keep moving but every time they do the the orcs just get further and further ahead and you can feel that despair as they uh even though they're giving this valiant effort uh to give chase it's just still not quite enough
0: yeah i um i like that too This, it felt like a good, um, like, capitalization on the things that Tolkien chooses to focus on. Because, like, you know, in Fellowship, we get a lot of scenes of, like, okay, this is when they need to sleep. This is when they need to eat. This is exactly what they eat and how they cook it. And how hungry are the hobbits still, you know? And, you know, like, Tolkien's very interested in like the minutia of travel but um i feel like this is the first time that uh not the first time it's been a problem because that's kind of like the fellowship is all about the problems of travel but it's the first time it's been a problem in this way where they're pursuing someone who like has cheat codes on you know and they the <laughs> orcs just they don't need to worry about eating they don't need to worry about sleeping All they need to do is walk. And, you know, I I do think in this chapter, Tolkien does a good job of considering, like, if you were pursuing some, like, relentless, unstoppable force, I mean, like, at a certain point, you yourself are going to have to be tired or hungry, or you know? And it's, like, it's a very mundane thing to highlight so heavily. But I think that's exactly what Tolkien specializes in like he even in his like fantasy series he really likes to focus on mundane shit and this chapter kind of puts that mundane shit with the fantastical side by side and it's like okay you're trying to catch someone that never gets tired and we need to consider exactly when you know you're hungry and when you need to sleep and like thinking about the um the futility Of that situation that's played out over the course of this chapter. I do think that's sort of wrapped up in the boringness of it. Because, like Connor's saying, the first half half of this chapter, that's exactly what it's about. It's like, it's just about walking and getting tired and feeling, you know, sad. And it's like, holy shit. It's been 12 pages of just walking. They're not getting any closer to the orcs. And... Just to... You do feel to, their pain in a very literal way. Right. Like, I think, I think, even if it's not super successful, I think maybe that's what Tolkien's trying to get at here, too. It's like, literally using the page length yeah. and the overlong descriptions to try to translate that feeling of, you're not going to make it.
1: It's like, I'm falling asleep here, too, buddy. I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Good one. So uh so yeah, there's that. I didn't mean to drag that out any longer either, Josh. I don't know if I That's fine. If I went too far there. Um.
2: No, no you're voicing your ideas very uh very clearly. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> and the, and there's just no way for me to, to add to it because you do it so well.
0: Where there's a will, there's a way.
2: What's your next note? Uh speaking of uh, common English phrases um, we come across the phrase they were riding like the wind when the r- writers first show up and I was wondering if that is a Tolkienism or if that's just another common English phrase that just he happened to use I didn't think about it or look it up did you I did not I just wanted to bring it up now because I was thinking about it then oh shit well now I have to google it okay hold on a <laughs> second What is the uh, they were again? riding like the wind Ride like the wind. I think so. Because I feel like that's something that Shakespeare easily could have used. But it's also like, I don't know. Huh. Damn. I feel like I've read that phrase
1: before.
0: I'm, yeah, I mean no. I've definitely used
1: I, it come first. On, come on. Oh, who yeah. used it first? Oh. Jo- right, Josh.
0: Yeah. Josh is asking, is Tolkien the origin of Ride Like the Wind? Oh, oh, okay. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, that okay. And okay. there's there's okay. nothing there's nothing in this
2: part of the story that would make me think that it's the case. It was just I was reading it, it's like, oh, there's Ride Like the Wind. The, the, the I mean worded a little differently, but like but this is like a famous book and it's weird seeing like a famous phrase in a famous book. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a famous yeah. generic phrase I should say um, so I was wondering if this was the origin or if he
0: just happened to use a famous generic phrase um, just from my quick look thank you for looking it, it up it does not seem like Tolkien is the originator of it I Which, yeah, that makes sense. Now, yeah. Josh,
1: would you believe me if I if I told you I'd never heard that phrase?
2: Uh, no. Because oh. you literally just said you heard. I know, but if I but if
1: before but if before if
2: <laughs> I if I'd heard it, if, if I said I'd never had. So there's a Simpsons joke where, uh, I think it's one of the Trials of Horrors. The Grim Reaper shows up at the door, and uh, Marge turns to Bart and tells him to run like the wind. <laughs> And, and Lisa's like, Mom, it's wind. Well, I only read it in books. Classic. And so a good that one. was going through my head when I re- read that. But uh, I think it might originate from there. I think The Simpsons did it first. Yeah, The Simpsons originated <laughs> in 2004.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, yeah. No. Uh, just just from scrolling through here, um, I predict do everything not on does jokes. not seem like... Tolkien did not... <laughs> uh create the saying ride like the wind like he did in okay. its But okay. that, you know it's it's a good catch and a good question. I didn't even really it's one of those things that it's it's so um you know uh overused I don't even think I registered that I read Ride Like the Wind. So I, I think it was I appreciate it was that, you it that I up. picked it up. I think it was because it was it's so overused that I picked
2: it up. It's like, why would Tolkien be using ride like the wind? Yeah, that that's kind of where my, my thought
0: pattern went. Hmm. No, that's interesting, but uh, yeah, good thought. But it's not Tolkien. Um, so I got a few more quick notes here.
2: Um, wait a minute. Oh, you know, it's the same one. So when when Aragorn is talking with the with. Uh, how do you pronounce this guy's name? Yomer?
0: Yeah, I say um, Yomer. That's, A- A- o- I say it as Aomer.
1: I say Yomer. Or think, think Yomer. <laughs> you okay.
2: Yomer. Yomer. <laughs> Yomer Simpson. Uh, you're right. It's all connected, <laughs> man. Yep. Uh, let's see. There's this part where he just keeps asking for news and he goes, uh, uh, oh, right when he, he learns what happened to Gandalf. Uh, that is heavy tidings, said Eomer, uh, at least to me. And my first thought jumps right to uh, Back to the Future is like, is there something wrong with gravity in Middle Earth?
0: The hell? Fuzzy. Josh, um, would you believe me if I said I've never seen Back to the Future? No, I wouldn't believe you. I, I, I really never have. I swear to God. Really? I really have never seen any Back to the Future movie ever in my life. We're well, missing out if, you, if that's true. I swear to God, I'm not. it's not a bit for the podcast. I swear to God, <laughs> I've never seen any Back to the Future movie uh, in its entire. I've never seen Top Gun, and I'm a pilot. <laughs>
1: that's, oh, there you go. that's way more surprising.
2: That's, yeah, no, it is. I, that, I just but, never I mean, they're, got, they're got both, around to it. They're,
1: they're both shocking, actually. They, they both I've are seen shocking. Hot Shots.
2: I've seen Hot Shots. That's way better, though. <laughs> Did I, you watch Top Gun Maverick? No, because I never saw the first one. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Connor?
1: I, I'm just I, I don't think that um I don't know. I I wouldn't have watched Back to the Future unless I had somebody in my life that was like really into Back to the Future. You know what I mean? Like it's right. one of those movies where like I think people are just are just really into it and you gotta be around them to go oh, you gotta watch this movie Back to the Future. And it's it's a great
0: movie,
2: of course. But it's a it's a very eighties movie.
0: Yeah. Um It's I mean, in my experience as a die-hard Star Wars fan. It's exactly like when I've met people who have never seen Star Wars, and I'm like, "What? You need to fucking watch Star Wars, yeah. immediately uh-huh. to rectify mm-hmm. this." And like to them, they're like, yeah. "What? Like, you know, like, I buddy, mean, I don't, it, I don't give a shit. That's it, my Back like to the Future,
2: right? It's one of the classic uh, uh, time travel stories out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, but that's the most annoying. I mean, thing the, 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 the science behind it's that. not great,
0: but it, it is. It's." Like one of the big when, times- when people are like, oh, you have to immediately watch this. Yeah, I
1: fucking. Hate- I mean, there's so many things in my life that yeah. that I get that for. Yeah,
2: you know? I usually just add it to a list and forget about it until that feeling goes away, and then I'm like, you know, I should probably get around to this, which I do, and then it's like, holy shit, why didn't I get to this sooner? Uh, which is like Doctor Who, uh, Stargate, D and D. Um, Vox Machina, <laughs> Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings. Well, I did try Lord of the Rings first, but it's <laughs> like, it was hard. That, that was that was different. That that's more of a. It's hard to get to. Those were more of like I don't want to get into the shit because everyone's talking about it. Kind of
0: kind of mentality. Yeah, I see. I see what you mean. It's or
2: a good it's like thing you didn't wait.
0: Now that you know, there's this huge push for Lord of the Rings. It's like you know, maybe you would have missed the orbit again. You know
2: i i'm trying to get past that mentality uh especially but there's also things where it's like i i don't want to do like game of thrones just because everyone was talking about it so much and then it turned out that the, the last season sucked uh so now there's the last I feel like there's season no did point. suck
0: yeah, yeah the last season did suck but if all like, the books were like, out i would say read the books but you know the, the books aren't done, right so, the last no.
1: season was actually my favorite Of the whole series.
0: All right, I think I'm done here. I think we're gonna keep talking. Thanks for joining everybody. (laughs) Because you didn't even fucking watch the last season, you little fucking gremlin, you absolute fucking ghoul. You think I don't know?
1: You don't think I watched the last season of the beloved TV show, Great Game of Thrones?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh
2: my god. No, there's, there's, there's like a bunch of anime that people t- have told me to watch, and it's like, I'll get to that eventually, but it's like, eh, maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah, whatever. Is you actually actually you on my list. Cowboy
2: Bebop in your own time. I get it. Yeah, no, I did watch Cowboy Bebop. I, I really uh, love the, the live Shell's action the version list, though. of that show.
1: Better, I, thought, I thought it was better than the anime.
0: We really need to keep talking about Chapter 2 before I fucking get yeah, yeah, shit go. live on the podcast. <laughs> okay, whatever. A full, full red brick.
2: Jesus. Anyway, Christ. <laughs> um, so there is actually a, a, a good... what is the
0: way I'm gonna,
2: I'm gonna shit <laughs> a red brick. Me, uh, yeah, shit, shitting bricks. <laughs> a full, a full but, yeah, red brick. One of those, yeah, I one of those know. like
1: really red ones you see in the cartoons. You know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway. Oh my God. Um, there, there was actually a line. Right after that, that I thought was really good from Aragorn, which was, uh, uh, but when the great fall, the less must lead.
0: That is a good line.
1: Yeah, um, it was a good one. That reminds me of the line, that line in Doctor Who, actually, in, uh, Day of the Doctor. Um, let me look up the line. It's really kind of similar. Um, you can keep on talking. I'm going to look it up. Okay. Well, I got it. I got it. Ready? Uh, and, and this is from the, the war doctor in, in day, of the doctor. Okay. But you you just looked it up. This isn't your memory, right? No, I looked it up. This is what it says. Uh, okay. Great men are forged in fire. It is the privilege of lesser men to light the flame. That's what it
2: reminded me of. Oh yeah. No, that is a, a good, good connection there. Um, yeah, but it, it does carry a different meaning.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll, I mean, uh, a little bit. I th- I'd say complimentary meaning.
2: Yeah, complimentary. Yeah. yeah, you're 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 both right there. It's almost the exact opposite meaning, but it is a bit, <laughs> it's a similar vein.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying it reminds me of the quote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean it does. It's, it's uh, for sure. <laughs> I didn't for say sure. it's the same thing. You know. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my god Anyway, will a red brick if you don't fucking cut it out man
2: and anyway uh, poor anyway here <laughs> I'm, br- I'm bricking right now
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay so Josh you were saying uh, poor anyway here poor
2: anyway here he just keeps asking Aragorn for like what, what their story is and like what news he brings and he's just like he keeps learning, like... Uh, like, oh, yeah, Gandalf died. Then Boromir died. Then the orcs chase, c- capture all her friends. And was like, fucking hell, do you have any good news? Yeah. <laughs> and I guess everyone's just like, no, it's the third act. <laughs> yeah, it's,
1: it's sorry, all bad. Sorry, guys. Guys, going back to the Doctor Who quick. Just quick. Just quick. Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. Connor, uh-huh.
1: remember we, you, know, you and I were talking about the difference between Moffat and Chibnall? Yes. And, like would would Chibnall write that line in a million years no like that like no. it's, it's just that that's the artistry that's that that's that's where the magic comes in and the in 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 the that's the exact thing we were talking about when we uh you know when we, when we watched the last Chibnall episode
0: yeah no i know i know what you mean it's like um Chibnall has all these ideas and like he does eventually like throw them all in a blender you know but it's like is there anything larger that he's trying to say with it? Yeah. And, uh, you know, ultimately it feels like the answer is not really, you know, and, and what little he is swinging for, he doesn't really execute on. And that's, that's why I feel like Moffat always works because people criticize him for like making these like, you know, grand sweeping nonsensical stories. And it's like, yeah, you know, maybe the A to B plot doesn't feel like it always makes sense, but like, Thematically, there's always a clear voice. He always has a message that he's trying to like share through his art. And I always value that more because it's like, can you really make good art if you don't even have anything to say? Yeah. Like 100%. And so,
1: yeah, I mean, you know, going back to, to Tolkien, um, I, I, I do find a similarity kind of in, in that, you know, I feel like in some of his writing, uh, you know, I mean, obviously literally, literally he, he, it's, it's poetry. It's, it's, uh, you know, lyricism, but, um, but, but yeah, I mean, even just in, in in the, the, the middle of a chapter, you'll find lines that do feel like, like little, little, uh, you know, pieces of magic or, or like really just like really, uh, things that make you think or or that just stay stay
0: in your subconscious. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. And just since Josh is throwing out some lines, there's a couple that I want to shout out that um we haven't touched on yet. And like kind of going off that idea, like I do feel like you know, Tolkien has something to say. For my copy it's page thirty seven um Aragorn says uh and this is just after like so Aragorn and Gimli and Legolas they're like oh we're looking for hobbits and Aamir's like hobbits what is this a fucking children's bedtime story and first <laughs> off it's like you know maybe look around at, at, but I I did I liked I liked Aemir's reaction because you know Tolkien is trying to show us that these characters don't really have, like, this out-of-narrative sense of living in a fantasy world, right? Mm -hmm. That the world that they live in is their reality. They're not like, oh, well, uh, of course hobbits are real because uh, there's dwarves and there's elves and there's dragons. Like, no, because to them, to them, hobbits are like this weird nursery rhyme, you know, legend. Right, they've been so... been secluded by themselves for generations right so like as my initial thought was as a reader being like wow Adamir, you fucking idiot like you know maybe use your imagination but it's like oh you know that's actually really great world building to give the characters in your fantasy setting something that even they would disbelieve so one i thought that was really cool um and then two aragorn has this fantastic response to it he says, For not we, but those who come after, will make the legends of our time. Which uh, I thought was really cool, because that's yeah. also a lot of what Lord of the Rings is about. We know we're also sort of reading this meta text, the the book of Wester March, or whatever it is, yeah. you know? right. And so, like, the framing device for the story is that it becomes a legend, but like the text that's chronicled within it has characters recounting their present moment and saying like, well, you know, who's to say what will or won't be legend. Like a legend is not for anyone in the present moment to decide. Anything can become a legend on a long enough time scale depending on what those people in the future you know, mm-hmm. choose to turn to myth. By the way, that's also what Dune is about. So, yeah. it's all there, baby. Exactly. But uh, it's it's cool. It's just such a like perfect rebuttal for Aragorn to make, and I really love that because like I think he could easily come across as the. Um, uh, you know sort of generic prototypical like oh yeah this is the the person coming back to claim their rightful place as king or whatever and everything's fine and you know we might feel like we get that in the end but like in this moment like aragorn's living through a lot of uncertainty you know he doesn't feel ready to accept his mantle as king holy and he has a lot of trouble making decisions and feeling responsible for other people and even in this moment he's like you know who's to say if this will become legend like it, you know if if we all fucking die and sauron gets the one ring then this won't be a legend you know this will be forgotten um so it it all it all really depends on what the direction of history becomes you know based on the actions that people make in the present um so talking about those little nuggets of like dialogue and, and I think their greater meaning, I really liked what Aragorn had to say there. And actually, yeah, if I can have the floor for just one more moment, unless there's anything Go you want to. But just prior to that, I think my favorite part of this chapter, because um, this felt like such like beautiful fantasy writing, uh, when Animir is like, "Who the fuck are you guys?" And then like after a long enough time, you know, Ameer's like, Your name can't be Strider. Like, no one would like look at a baby and say, Oh, it's Strider. <laughs> yeah. And Aragorn's like, okay, you got me. But he doesn't just say, My name's really Aragorn. This is the line that we this is the passage that we get. Um, <clears throat> Aragorn threw back his cloak. The elven sheath glittered as he grasped it, and the bright blade of Anduril shone like a sun flame as he swept it out. Elendil, he cried. I am Aragorn, son of Aerithorn, and am called Elisar, the Elfstone. Dunadan, the heir of Isildur, Elendil, son of Gondor. Here is the sword that was broken and is forged again. Will you aid me or thwart me? Choose swiftly. And... I epic. just had like yeah, it was I just had like this like perfectly crystallized image of like drawing this epic blade, you know, and um I don't know. I really loved that moment. And we even get like this reflection from Gimli and uh, Legolas saying like they see this flash of like. That, like they almost see like a crown of light on Aragorn's head like it's that fucking badass that, like <laughs> he just has like a fucking halo crown on for just like a, a flash in the pan you know um, and it's like I don't know I just thought it was like sick as hell like that's the fantasy writing I really want to see from Lord of the Rings and and Tolkien really delivers it there in that passage yeah agreed
1: Absolutely, um, yeah. I mean, oh, uh, guys, I, I am gonna send you a very funny uh, uh, meme. Okay, you ready for it? Sure. And it is it, 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 it is relevant. Yes, I'm gonna text it to you guys.
0: Ah, okay. Because if it was to the Discord chat, I oh I know. I know. There's
1: there's no hope that you'll ever uh, see that
2: while he's sending that uh real quick on my last note. <laughs> right? isn't it good isn't it good it is funny okay.
0: it is oh it uh, it's uh it's bilbo baggins oh i see it now <laughs> but uh but it's in the dune it's in the dune group after all why not
1: why shouldn't i post this in the wrong group you all know what the meme is people listening
0: <laughs> yeah yeah good stuff Sorry, Josh. What were you going to? It sounded like you want to jump to something there.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was just a quick thing from my last note. At the end of the chapter, when they're around the campfire, um, we do learn that of another race called the Ents briefly. And yep, I have a feeling right. they're all. They also happen to be on the cover of my book. Um, oh, I see. <laughs> and uh, it's Gimli who points out. Uh, look he said the tree is glad of of the fire i'm pretty sure this tree they're camping under is uh an end
0: Hmm. that's interesting yeah that that is my guess very interesting josh you just might be right we will see hopefully in the coming chapters um I get the feeling I think we're going to try and wrap up here. I just have a few notes I want to speed through if you'll give me a few minutes here, and then oh, yeah. Go for if it. we have any closing thoughts or anything we didn't get to that you want to shout out, we'll we'll make some quick time for that. Um, so... Um, there's a mention of Shadowfax. So in Fellowship oh, of the yeah. Ring... Gandalf mentions that after he escapes from uh, Orthanc, Saruman's tower in Isengard, uh, he's able to make it back to, you know, Rivendell because he gets this incredible horse. In fact, I think it's referred to as, like, the god of horses. Like, it's, like, literally the best horse. Um, Yep and the way that he tells the story in fellowship uh i'm pretty sure he frames it as like you know oh the people of rohan were kind enough to lend it to me here we learn that he just fucking stole it um nobody wanted to give gandalf (laughs) shadow facts they fucking hate gandalf (laughs) like he fucking stole this horse yep which i just thought was hilarious Especially because, you know, we know the way that Gandalf has a tendency to um, frame things in a positive light for himself, you know, or withhold key bits of information. Yes. And usually Tolkien will kind of let you in on the joke. Like, you'll realize that Gandalf is is withholding something. But here we learn as the reader, like, oh, like, he really was not telling the story <laughs> as faithfully as he could have. Um, so I thought that was funny. It's even funny, the Shadowfax, they say the Shadowfax came back, and now he's, like, a huge fucking asshole. He won't let anyone ride in. He fucking, you know, they're like, oh my god, god damn it. So that's part of the reason why, uh, the king of Rohan, Theoden, just hates the shit out of Gandalf right now. Um, Aragorn gets another name. It's not totally official, but... After Aemir learns that um, they they walked as far as they did, he's like, "They shouldn't call you Strider; they should call you Wingfoot." And <laughs> I was like, "Gotta add that to the list." Yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty
2: funny. One more name.
0: I, yeah, I mean, but yeah, it's
2: like what forty leagues in the uh, three days? Is that what I, they they? Put I mean, I'll, I'll,
0: I'll be the first to admit I got no clue how far a league is, but I'm sure it's a lot.
2: It is. If, if you about twenty thousand thousand right on <laughs> right? it's a lot. I know. It, I know. that is a measure of distance in that title, not a measure of depth,
0: by the way. Well, hey, there you have it. Um what else? Amir fears an alliance between Saruman and Sauron. This is why um the riders of Rohan. He Apparently, they had a different objective in the first place, but then they saw the orcs going this way toward Isengard, and because Rohan sits in the middle of uh, Mordor and Isengard, so to the east, it's Mordor, the domain of Sauron, and to the west, it's Isengard, the domain of Saruman, So they're assailed on both sides, and they notice that orcs of both kinds were in this group. And so they're like, well, we have to kill these motherfuckers, because if there's any kind of cooperation between them, then we specifically are very fucked. Um, I like that that's building, because, again, like in the Peter Jackson film, it feels like immediately Saruman is working for Sauron. But in the Fellowship of the Ring, it's clear that they're two distinct and opposing parties, and this is maybe the first um, mention that, like, potentially they're cooperating or trying to cooperate. So I want to shout that out. Um, yeah, it's a
2: good, that's a good point. Cause, but we also see that there's yeah.
0: not. It's it's still a very uh,
2: there's still a lot of friction in that. Uh, alliance because they find several orcs who wanted to bring the, the hobbits to Mordor and the stronger Sar- Saruman orcs uh, killed them and they continued on their way that's right
0: and I, so think instead- that,
2: that, I, I think that, that lends back to what Saruman, Saruman was saying in the first book which
0: was they could try to take Sauron's power for their own oh you're right yeah that's true he doesn't mention that he has stronger orcs. That's another thing that we kind of get from the movie that I think yeah. Peter Jackson draws from the Two Towers and brings that into the Fellowship because we get those scenes in the film. And
2: His and I think factory. we might get a bit more of that uh, based on the name of the next chapter. We
0: might get a bit more lore on those orcs soon. Yes. Yeah, you're right. So 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 wait a minute. I do I do have another note or two here. But wait a minute. So they're not bringing the hobbits to Mordor. Are you trying to say they're taking the hobbits to Isengard? Perhaps. <laughs> Do you guys
2: know that song? I've heard of it. I don't know where it, I. This is I. I am getting the context as we continue to read. They're taking the hobbits to Isengard. They're taking. Yeah, it's I mean, my it's, uh, it's,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Never heard of it. it. Is, it's it's fucking stupid. It's just um. It was like uh like a Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings meme. But like you know, when people were first making memes. Do you want to sing more yes. of Yes. That's, That's No.
1: It. Okay.
0: Nope. Okay. <laughs> but uh maybe I'll I'll send that in the group chat next. Um, okay, and then last thing that I want to shout out here I felt like there were a lot of good Legolas moments in this chapter I felt like reading through Fellowship you know we kind of shouted out like Gimli had a lot of cool moments Gimli got a lot of good time to like showcase what he can do you know they're going through Moria we get a lot of like stuff with him this chapter we get a lot of like Legolas showing his abilities He has, like, the super elf sight. He can walk on the grass without leaving any footprints. And then one of the biggest things was um, even when they sleep, he doesn't even really, like, he can stay awake in a way and sleep at the same time. The way that Tolkien describes it is, like, um, you know, sort of, being at once in, like, the physical realm and then, like, that weird, like, other ethereal realm that, like, elves kind of simultaneously dwell in. Yeah. Um, but I, I like that idea because like, the more Tolkien it's, expands on it, you know, he really crafts this idea that elves, it's not, like, elves are not just people but with pointy ears and who live a really long time. Like, you know, even their their biology, and and the way that they like exist and their circadian rhythms and you know n- it's not the same you know right and I, I think it's easy to think of like elves and men as as similar but you know like elves being like very much ascended um and I get where that comes from. I, I do feel like that is, is, like, meant to be true in a lot of respects, too. But I, I like that Tolkien gives us these details that makes the elves feel a little bit more alien. A little bit more other. You know, it's like, they don't even fucking have to sleep. Like... Yeah, you're right. That Yeah. Um. So, hey, that's really all I got on these first two chapters. Uh, I know it was a lot. I don't mean to say, like, that's all I got. Like, it was just a short little... <laughs> I know that I've been talking for a while... But um, that's really the most important things I wanted to get to overall. um, I do think these are two pretty cool chapters. I do also think about half of it was boring. I mean, I was fucking bored reading some of this shit. But we said the same thing in Fellowship. And I, I think that Tolkien, even when reading through the text feels boring, I do think he's trying to communicate something even if those things aren't immediately engaging they're not immediately interesting but i think talking about them and breaking down why he's doing what he does and what it accomplishes when you think about the text i think those things are worthwhile so definitely it's sort of a, a game of two halves um but that's what i wanted to say on this are there any closing thoughts from either of you
1: nothing i have um i yeah i mean it was off we're we're off to a slow start but it but it was enjoyable and happy to be back in in the universe and uh i mean even you know i'm kind of used to the pacing now and uh you know i i still can enjoy it um so yeah we'll 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 see i'm not expecting it to be action packed but um I I'm enjoying getting a little bit of time away from the hobbits, but it'll be interesting to see when they come back into the fold. Mm.
2: Agreed. Yeah. Well, I, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, it's good to be back. Totally. I'm thinking we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Have we posted any of the last like three podcasts yet?
1: I just posted. As of recording. Uh, I just posted. This the, this
0: conversation will not be relevant by the time anyone listens to this episode, Josh. <laughs> no, it won't be. But it's still kind of I just it's relevant to the us last, right now.
1: The last discussion of of the previous book. Oh, cool. So we're well on our way about that. Only a few weeks late. Um. Anyways, I think that's about it, right? Yeah. Uh, if you want more chapter chumps, you can go to patreon.com/slash chapter chumps, where everyone's having fun. We're we're doing so many cool things over there. you got to get involved um, for a very, very reasonable price. Um, If you want to follow us on social media, you can do that at uh, Chapter Chumps uh, on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, If you want to email us, you can do that at chapterchumpspod at gmail.com is the email address. Um, But until next time.
0: Remember, check yourself for STBIs. Very important.